What is up, Pretty in the Paint family? This is your host, Miss Lady Sade, and I am back with another episode. If you have been listening to the podcast consistently, you will see that I have eliminated some episodes because truthfully, those episodes no longer represent where I am in life. I want to let you know and encourage you right now today that it is okay to evolve. It is necessary to evolve. So we gonna just scratch those like they never even existed. And we're going to move forward in a space of just like evolution, love, abundance, and happiness, right? So today I want to talk about expensive energy, okay? It is very important to understand how your energy translates in all situations. And I do want people to understand that when the situation or when energy feels off or something doesn't feel right, you should learn to trust yourself because so often, even as like children and stuff like that, people are taught to question their thought process. They are taught to question when something doesn't feel right. They're forced to go into situations where it's like, well, I really don't feel comfortable going around these people, or I don't really want these people in my environment. And I feel like a lot of times as adults, we are forced to adapt ourselves around people, places, and things that we don't really like, or that we don't identify with. And I want to be the first one to tell you that you do not have to surround yourself with people, places, things, foods, clothing, or anything that you don't like. You are an adult. I don't know if anyone's told you that today, but you have a full right to like what you like. And when I refer to certain things as expensive energy, a lot of times when you do the work to cultivate yourself and to heal yourself and to get yourself out of a lot of traumatic bondages that you had through your upbringing or just certain experiences that you've had, you don't have to make yourself easily accessible to anyone or anything because your energy can be a commodity. Your energy can be something that you hold dear to yourself. Like you don't see people in luxury stores just giving out samples. You see what I'm saying? And even if you do give someone a sample of your energy, your essence, and your, you know, your vibration within yourself, you do not have to allow someone constant access to something that is exclusive. It's so funny because I find myself at this part of my journey being really okay with and standing fully in the idea of, I still want to know myself better. I still want to spend that time dating myself. I want to spend that time romancing myself and really getting to know the ins and outs of myself while still healing, right? And so even though I feel like the healing is not as much, I want to still spend the time like pampering myself and finding hobbies and finding things that I like to do so that if you know someone does come into my life I have dimension to me I have something to offer I have fun conversations to have I'm currently listening to some audiobooks which I find to be very helpful as well and I've taken a break off of social media excuse me, right now it's Ramadan. And so I am not a practicing Muslim or anything like that, but I do feel like in order to strengthen my spirit, maybe I should give up something that I feel like is giving away too much of my energy, my very, very precious energy. And I don't think that people understand how sometimes when you do a lot of social media, whether you realize it or not, you are really giving away your energy. You're really investing emotionally in what a lot of other people have going on unknowingly. 
And a lot of times we know things about people that we might not even know about ourselves. So I felt it very important for me to back off and for me to just take that time and get very, very intimate with myself. And I think I might have mentioned this on a podcast. It may have been a draft episode or something that I got rid of, but we often equate intimacy to a romantic relationship. And me understanding how important it is to be intimate with myself and like really get to know the inner workings of myself. And I'm learning that everything doesn't have to be so like um, hard up. You know what I mean? Like I do understand that I'm in a space of gentle love for myself. And even when it comes to like expensive energy, one of the last things that I posted on my Instagram was I want to get to know my vibe. Like I would love to encounter myself and see what it's like to be around someone like myself. So instead of me being so open, and there's nothing wrong with being open, but instead of me being so open to just be like, here, take my energy here, it's great. Like here, invest in this, you should love this. This is great, oh, you would love it here. Like instead of me doing that, I am deciding fully to be like, I am going to love me ever so deeply and cherish me ever so deeply and just become this very like lavish, you know, spoiled, wonderful, deep woman, like even more deep than I've been in the past because I'm just like, the world has so much to offer. You know what I mean? And far be it for me to miss anything looking after the things that are not serving me. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, not to be morbid, but when we leave this earth, we leave this world alone. When we leave this earth, excuse me, when we leave this earth, we leave this earth alone. And it is absolutely nothing wrong with having a partner. It's absolutely nothing wrong with having someone that you feel that you can invest in and they can invest in you and you guys can fully be together in your partnership. But it's very, very important to know what you're bringing to any type of situation, what you bring to a job, what you bring to a relationship, what you bring to a friendship and really, really looking at yourself. And I say this often and taking inventory of who you really are. And the beautiful thing I feel about that is for a long time, I identified as my traumas. I identified as everything that I had been through. I identified as the things in my life that didn't work out. And I'm learning as I'm continuing to become a better version of myself. If you flip the switch in your brain and you take off these goggles of being a victim or being everything that you've been through, it totally changes the game for you as an individual. Like at some point in time, you have to realize that your healing was never about anyone else. Your healing was always about you. Your healing was always about being a light to others. And it's not always about, well, let me go to them and give them the water and make them drink. Sometimes you have to just live your life. Sometimes the best way to teach someone how to be a better person is to live fully in your own skin is to live fully through your own experiences. And I will say this, as a Capricorn, especially a young, under-evolved Capricorn, I used to always think that I needed to learn something through experience. And I'm learning that it is very important to take those experiences, learn from them, but then as you get older, understanding, like, I don't have to learn everything through experience. I'm actually going to take my friend's advice who might not be in the best situation, who might not be happy with what they have going on. And I'm going to take that as a heeding of a warning that I don't need to go through that. You know what I mean? 
at some point you get to a point where you're like, I want to, I'm good on, I'm good on the suffering. I'm good on the going through what I've been through. I'm so good on that. I deserve, you know, because a lot of times we go through certain things and we feel like we deserve to be beat down. We feel like, well, this is what I'm always used to. So this is what I'm supposed to accept. At some point you say, no, 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 no. I'm good on that. I learned from those experiences. And then I've also learned my worth as a result of those things. You know, at some point, and I say at some point a lot, I will expand my vernacular, my vocabulary. Vernacular was not the right word. I will expand my vocabulary as I continue to flourish and educate myself further. But, you know, when you have the right, like, example, Tesla was worth something because of all of the investments and all of the research and all of these things that were put into this. Someone took years and years to cultivate the value of this technology, right? And it's patent technology. So once you get to a place where you're like, you know what? I got patent technology inside of me. You know what I mean? I'm not AI, but I'm not AI, but I am AI. You see what I'm saying? Like, once you get to a place where you're like, I have something to offer. Now, if you feel like you don't have anything to offer, that's when you have to go back to the drawing board. That's why I was saying about what you bring to the table. But ultimately, having character, having morals, having standards, having a vision for your life, executing that vision and continuing to move forward, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of who you've been in the past and not clinging to that thing, not clinging to that circumstance, not clinging to that situation. Like, who did you become as a result of that? And if you haven't figured out who you've come as a result of it, what do you know better now that you didn't know prior to entering that situation? How did that situation show you you, you know? And once you begin to look at yourself, and that doesn't mean you look at yourself and you beat yourself up and you just, you know, beat down on yourself and stuff like that. That doesn't mean beating down on yourself, but it does mean evaluating the plays that you made and anyone who played a part in the role that turned you into the character that you were at the moment. How do you now take that and turn it into a victorious storyline as opposed to taking it into something that makes you feel like a victim? Now, granted, there are certain situations where we do feel like the victim. We feel like someone took something from us. We feel like um, we could have done things better. Absolutely. But that's why life goes on. You know, that's why you have another chance to do something better something differently. That's why you have a chance to become more keen and more aware to saying, okay, that was cool. That was a part of my past. I am who I am today. Like I'm very present in right now. And the choices that I'm making today, not the choices that I made yesterday, but the choices that I'm making today, I have every right to make new choices, to make a new, better version of myself. That's why, you know, it's so important to become a better version of yourself every day. Like that statement of becoming a better version of yourself today is so pivotal because you can't go back and change anything that you've done. And to spend so much time punishing yourself for what you've done is not always the answer evaluating what you've done is very, very important though. 
that's how you become a better player. You don't become a better player by continuing to harp on the things that you've done wrong. If anything, I would just say correct your form, right? As you correct your form, you're going to get drafted to better teams. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm using my basketball analogy since my podcast is pretty in the paint, which is a basketball terminology. But as you like, even me listening to myself speaking and as I'm presenting and I'm listening to how I feel and how I sound on this particular episode, I am very far removed from how I was when I started. Because at the end of the day, when I started the podcast, I've always wanted to do the podcast. I had a little bit of a push into starting the podcast, but as I'm doing it more and more, I'm evolving as a person. You know, I'm showing up as my greatest version today. And at the end of the day too, sometimes showing up as your best version is just showing up. I can't tell you how many days that I've wanted to throw in the towel and just be like, man, F all of this, I don't want to do none of this. You see what I'm saying? And I've had days where I've been emotional and I've had days where I have um, could have done things better. But when you show up and you do your best to the best of your ability and you don't beat yourself up for doing your best. Now, so often, too, we'll show up and we'll like half-ass it. Like, okay, I'm doing my best, but you're really not doing your best. And so that's where I feel like we beat ourselves up. Because in our inner knowing, we know that we're not doing our best. We know that we are just kind of showing up and dragging our feet and hoping that no one else notices. Because, you know, if you practice for a performance all the time and then you miss something, like no one's going to know but you. And so that's where I feel like it comes in that we beat ourselves up, right? We beat ourselves up because like, I know I didn't do my best. I know I didn't do my best. But that's okay. Show up as your best version the next time. Show up as your best version the following time after that. Like, we're not going to get everything right the first time around. We're all practicing. We're literally all practicing. And so as we continue to practice, as we continue to master something, we will show up better every time, especially if we're putting in the work and the effort. We'll show up better every single time. And so um, I also wanted to say something else. And sometimes when I get in these, like, deep things where I'm speaking... It's something that slipped my mind, but I'm, I'm hoping that it'll come back to me. But ultimately, if you just do your best to put your best foot forward every day, again, not relishing on where you've been so much and not beating on yourself to where you're like, oh man, I'm just the worst person in the world. Like that is something that you have to get out of your vocabulary to say I'm the worst and I'm dumb and I'm this and I'm that. How you speak to yourself matters because your subconscious is listening. One thing that I know is that the every time you speak, the first person to hear you is yourself if you're listening. Every time you speak, the first person to hear you is yourself if you're listening. And so it's very important. Your self-talk is very important. And whatever's programming your subconscious mind is very important because that is what you will attract to you. If you feel like you don't deserve, you won't get an upper level to your higher self of what you really, truly deserve. If you're living in an impoverished state mentally, see, people think that everything is always about money, but the reality is whatever you put in your spirit is what's going to come out of your mouth, what's going to come out of your skin, what's going to come out of your body. You know, your, your body says a lot about what you put into it. Like that, that in and of itself 
is a true reality. Whatever you put into your body comes out in one way, shape, form, or another. Your skin is your largest organ. Even with me, my hands be a little dry. My feet be a little dry. I might need to put a little bit more moisture into my body. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, so being okay with saying, okay, how do I improve this? And it's not always an outside job. You can put on as much lotion as you want to, but if you need to eat more oily, fatty foods, your body is trying to tell you something. And as I minister to you, I'm ministering to myself to be more aware of myself. So please don't think this is a beat down because it's not, we ain't, we're not beating down this channel. You know, we're not beating down this podcast. This is merely to help us to see ourselves for who we really are, you know? So everything that you've been through, everything, and I know some things are really hard to stomach. Some things are really hard to take the blame off of yourself. But if you've been in certain situations where you're dealing with certain individuals, again, you have to look at who is in the game with you. And if they're in the game with you and they're not playing their position, then you have to figure out how you get them off the team. Do you see what I'm saying? And that goes for everyone in your life. That is not just romantic partners. That is your friends. That's your family. That's your coworkers. You don't have to, um, you can be polite and be authentic without being fake. That's one of the biggest things that I'm learning. Like you don't have to be fake with anybody. I'm not going to be fake with you. So your job is to protect your peace. And your job is also to protect the way you see yourself. You cannot let someone put you in a position to see yourself any differently, especially when you put yourself in a position to trust a person and they did something of the latter. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't trust people. It means that that person was not trustworthy and that's on them. You, you know, I'm learning that you cannot stop trusting everybody because one person is untrustworthy or maybe two or a few people that you've dealt with is untrustworthy. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't trust people. And you let people show you who they are and you still stay true and genuine to yourself because you're still creating a life for yourself by being authentic and having a loving heart and being kind and stuff like that. But that don't mean you have to deal with folks. You let them be who and where they are, period, the end. Okay. I do want to say Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. That is a really great way to tap into your expensive energy. That is a very good way of knowing that you have something inside of you that is worth something, whether that be your heart, whether that be your mind, whether that be your womb, whether that be your, your soul, because we all know that our souls are worth something, right? So at the end of the day, when you go into and you tap into and align all of those energies together, your energy becomes very expensive. And it also becomes something that you don't want to waste. Some of the richest people in the world do not waste their money. When you first are learning about finances, and I'm going to wrap it up real quick, y'all. But when you first learn about finances, you have no idea how to manage your money. You might be young and be like, man, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to go buy me a Beamer. I'm going to go buy me this. I'm going to go buy me these Chanel shoes. I'm going to go buy this bag. I'm going to go buy these things. But what we have to understand is when you have something that's more expensive, it costs more to maintain it. So if you buy a Beamer, then you got to be okay with getting $500 tires each. You got to be okay with that $2,000 that you're going to drop on tires. You have to be okay with if you buy a Chanel bag that you got to go and spend a lot of money to get the bag fixed or serviced. 
depending on what the damage is to the bag. So the same thing with your energy. Once you learn that your energy is something that you have to properly manage, you're not going to be just giving it out to everybody because you're like, you know what? My energy includes peace. My energy includes tranquility. My energy includes lovingness. My energy includes um, kindness and stuff like that. And not to say you don't give out love and peace and kindness and stuff like that, but you understand where to delegate that energy to. When you can deal with somebody and you have peace and they bring you more peace and y'all bring each other peace, oh, that's a whole nother vibration because now you're multiplying. You want to multiply what you have. You don't want anything that's going to detract from what you have. Multiplication is very important in mathematics. It's just like when you get your money, if you spend it all, then you don't have anything to invest with. Huh? Okay. So again, I'm not going to hold y'all very long. I do have an Instagram page for the podcast, which is Pretty in the Paint podcast on IG. Normally I post inspirational uh, questions, deep questions, but you can buy the book again, Pretty Women Love Purpose on Amazon.com. I have not posted anything on Instagram because I'm taking a break. I'm rebranding. I am going to make sure that this particular podcast has a lot of purpose because I'm a pretty woman and I love purpose, period. So I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you for still being present, even though I am making some changes within my personal life. Um, I appreciate everyone who is here. But most importantly, I appreciate you for keeping it pretty in the paint, period.